This is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. Unabomber blowing up Waco, Texas and Heaven's Gates Alien modified men from apes Hitler faked his death and then escaped Bigfoot and the Mothman Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hot things Dark arts and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you Hi Tom. What's going on? What's uh, what's happening? Um, what's happening? What's what's happening, Captain? <laughs> Happen, Captain, Nappin, Wing, Ding, Rap, Schmap. See, you still got it. If you say we will, if we say we'll come, will you shut your ass up? <laughs> welcome, welcome back to uh, the podcast. Hey, Jose. Yeah, what? Yeah. Listen to this. It's coming. You know what it is? What? It's Strange Brew Podcast. <laughs> I like that. That's good. All right, welcome to the podcast. I am your host. Uh, good day, eh? Uh, I am your host, Tom well, Cat, aka eh? Tom Thompson. Um, I got some coffee with some liqueur in it. It is an early morning start to record. Um, <laughs> early morning quotations, but yes, yeah, I got a cup full of straight vodka. Yep, that's uh, that's my go-to drink. What are you talking about? S- straight vodka, nothing else in it. <laughs> All right. You know what's crazy is this vodka tastes exactly like water. Does it? And you're yeah. drinking out of coffee mugs, so you're fucking everybody up. I know, man. Just fucking oh razzle dazzle. Nobody <laughs> knows where I'm going with it. So welcome back to the show. We're diving back into some true crime. Anton is very excited about all the dead babies in this fucking shit. Yeah, that's that's my favorite thing to cover, everybody. It's just, you know, it's it's so uplifting. And it's really, it's like a strong cup of coffee to start your day. You're just like, wow, man, I feel good. I'm ready to go. And I'm in no way morbidly depressed from the research that I've had. Okay, think about it. What's better, right? Someone getting murdered that has lived a long life, right? Or just some baby that's only been around for a couple years, couple months. You know what? What's what's better on the scales of life? Is it the, the guy that lived, lived out his the life already? What the person who has lived the life already? I guess you're right. Because that is untapped potential. That kid could have been anything. What if that kid cured cancer? He could have been I'm Gary anti-abortion man. speech, but I'm not anti-abortion. So yeah, it's true. Yes, I agree. Um, you know, uh, Debbie. Dad- woman's body's her own fucking business. There's, uh, this is all sorts of crazy shit going on in this episode. So uh, it's going to get a little dark. It's going to get a little disturbing. But that is just part of what we do. You're, it's not always going to be, you know, sunshine and fucking Ramirez creeping through windows. It's going to be babies getting murdered and thrown into a, a burlap sack and beat against a tree. Or, you know, you got like them found, you will find a baby in a barrel. I'm going to, instead of monkeys in a barrel, I'm going to make a new one called babies in a barrel and you got to hook them by their umbilical cords. <laughs> that would probably sell. That's actually a, a, a profitable idea. 
All right, so it is estimated that there are over 200,000 unsolved murders in the United States alone, with some dating back as far as the 1960s. And even if a killer is eventually discovered by the police, some of these cold cases remain a mystery, as lack of evidence and even death can halt a conviction. Yep. Because, you know, once you're dead, it doesn't really matter. Can you, can you be convicted posthumously? What, like after death? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can. It can be blamed for something. You can be pardoned posthumously, so yeah, I would imagine that you can be convicted. That's so stupid, too. This guy's dead It already. really is. It's yeah. dumb, just on record so they can show that this guy was innocent, but yet you fucking killed him on the frying chair or, like, stuck a syringe in his fucking neck to kill him. That's and- why I'm anti-death penalty. It's because it's too many fucking innocent people get killed. It's not, oh. it, like... I, I get the whole argument that the uh, the pro death penalty people make, but it's like, yeah, it happens. Even, so if often. even one percent of people are innocent on death row, it's a fucking crime, and it yeah. needs to stop. And it's still disproportionalized when it comes to um, African Americans. Yep. So absolutely. The mystery of the Allenstown Four, also known as the Bearbrook Murders, first unraveled in eighteen in 1985 when two bodies were found hidden in a metal drum in New Hampshire Park. Of course, the investigation, police narrowed down the possible suspects uh, in the murders and to a man that name name was Bob Evans. Bob Evans. Bob Evans, down on the farm, don't sue us, please. So Bob Evans is a what, a restaurant? So Bob Evans is a restaurant as well as like they make uh, breakfast sandwiches and shit like that that you can get in the frozen groceries. Um, it's not great. It's like a shittier Cracker Barrel. Who almost. is Bob Evans? Do you know him personally? Know. Yes, I know him personally. I've actually shoved my entire fist up his ass. <laughs> I thought you were into fisting. You knew it. Uh, you so knew it the whole time. This guy name was Bob Evans. That's what they narrowed it down to. A drifter who likely lived in dozens of states under dozens of names. And we will get into that a little later on. Oh, there's no likely. He absolutely did. That's some of the things that we do know for sure about this case is that uh, Bob Evans went by, I think, like 15 other aliases at any given point in time. Yes. Has been involved in miscellaneous crimes since the 70s. And it's just an all-around... Piece Grade of shit. A pile of fucking human yeah, waste. This guy is a piece of shit. And well, this uh, this is what this motherfucker looks like. Okay, so here's my thing with that. You know who Lee Schreiber is, right? Mm, sounds familiar. He played Sabretooth in the shittier X Men movies. The shittier ones. Yes. It's not the one from the original X Men movie. Because not not, not X Men two thousand. That was fucking. Uh, wasn't that fucking that wrestler? The from X Men the first one. I don't know. Did you see Goon, the movie Goon with Sean William Scott? Yes, I love that movie. Okay, remember the, uh, I will lay you the fuck out, the the old dude that was retiring? Yeah, I think so. That's Lee Schreiber. So, bring that dude's face back up. Dude, Lee Schreiber could fucking play this dude in, in a movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up and share it with you really quick. Okay, I can uh, see it, I can see it. But also, um, wasn't, uh, fucking Triple H was the fir- was the one... No, Triple H was not the first Sabretooth. He was not?! No. What about the one in the X-Men, the movie, like in 1999? No, that was Lee Schreiber. There was no X-Men in 1999. There was only X-Men 2000. And that wasn't Triple H? No. Are you fucking sure? I'm fucking positive that that was not Triple H. I don't believe you. Well, then do some research, bitch. Oh, isn't that's not... That's Ray Donovan. Ron... That's, Ra- yeah, that's... that's Okay, I, I don't watch Ray Donovan, but yes, that's the guy that plays Ray Donovan. That's Lee Schreiber. Oh, I like him. He's, you should have said the guy from Scream, Cotton from Scream, would have made more sense to me. 
Oh, he is in Scream. I forgot. He's caught and weary, motherfucker. I for dude, I forgot. I swear, Triple H. Never forget happened to me. Did he not play Wolverine or am I retarded? No, Triple H did not play Wolverine. Tyler Maine. Oh man. Sabretooth. Maybe I used to, you know when those like old magazines were like uh before Marvel movies became popular, before they came out with all the things that we know today, and they'd have those magazines where it's just like this person could play this Marvel character. I feel like Triple H was always shown as he, that he could play Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. You remember those magazines you could yes, get? Yes, of course I do. Of yeah. course I do. Uh Tyler Maine was uh in Joe Dirt. He played uh Michael Myers. What? In Halloween 2, I think it was both of the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, but it may have just, no, it was just Halloween 2. <coughs> Trash. <coughs> Trash. No, 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 it was, was it both of them? Trash. Yeah, it was both of them. Yeah, both garbage, garbage piles of shit. Yes. Yes. I still right, watch them, back to, uh, but still trash. Back to Bob Evans. All right, let's go back to Bob Evans. Uh, that was a stupid uh, riff about um, X-Men. I don't know. But uh, yes, uh, so I guess I could see, I could see, uh, I could see it. I guess I could Mainly see in this picture that we're showing on, on the, uh, yeah. Not this one? Not that one. <laughs> All right, so uh, he was a drifter, uh, went by many names. And the suspect killer was ultimately brought to justice for other horrendous crimes and died in prison in 2010. In 2017, it was confirmed through genol- genealogy, genealogy, genealogy. Cringe. Cringy ass bitch. Through genealogy matches that his real name was Terry Rasmussen. Terry Rasmussen. Um, and it's funny, he went by so many names. That for, like, a lot of the people thought it was um, Curtis Kimball or whatever. Curtis so, Kimball, Bob Evans. Yes. Um, what does the one cop call him? Like, he can't pronounce his last name. Yeah. It's like Hotchis Kitchapach. Sounds like me. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, one of the cops, like, butchers his what name. Uh, but this, it's just the time error, too, that you could literally get away with being drifted, going from place to place, given a new name. If you didn't really have to give identity and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you could get away with it. So, and that uh, he was indeed the Allenstown killer. So, in 2009, three of the four bodies were identified. However, the fourth victim's remains are unknown. Yep. So, this story is of the Allenstown Four. <laughs> I don't know what the big reveal button was used for in that instance, but okay. It is. This is the story of the Allenstown Four. I love that in all of the articles, they're like, he may have been a serial killer, just simply because they have to put maybe, but I, I, I'd be willing to bet that this motherfucker meets the criteria. Yes, he definitely does. So in 1985, a hunter came across a steel drum containing the bodies of a, uh, women. But it, uh, uh, before we get into this, there was boys playing in the park, um, and they found the barrel, and they just didn't look inside of the barrel. Um, but because they no, were they, just, they did. Um, so the, the one documentary that I watched, I think it was the ABC 2021 yeah. or whatever, the kids came over there, they found it, they opened the lid and like got hit with, you know, the smell of decomposition yes. and were disgusted by it. And uh, then they pushed the barrel over and just so they said some white liquid came running out. And the one guy had said, uh, he's like, at the time, I, I just thought it was a b- barrel of spoiled milk. Then they oh, got yes. on their four wheelers and they rode away. And it's like, that's that's not what spoiled milk smells like. But. No, very stinky, very stinky. Um, that would have been pretty gross. Yeah, they take off the lid and they didn't peer inside because it just smelled like, ah, fuck this. They're just kids fucking around, have, have a little fun in the forest, you know. That's that's what kids do. 
That's what kids do. Yeah, who do. doesn't love playing around in the forest? There's uh, Playing in the forest is nothing nefarious if unless, you know, you're, like, seen going into the forest with people and then you're the only one coming out. Or if you get walked into a forest by an old man and uh, he has you at gunpoint, then there's all sorts of fun things will happen in that point. Or if you're camping and you wake up and there's all these mysterious stick creatures just tied up on the trees around you. And true. for some reason you're tr- stuck in a time loop and there's this crazy stretched out bitch cra- chasing you through the forest. Have you played it yet? No, I need to get it. It's fucking fun, man. It's fun, fun. It is the fun, fun game, the Brer Witch. All right, so uh, a hunter, yes, after the boys, you know, discovered the disgusting smell uh, in 1985, a hunter came across a steel drum containing the bodies of a woman between the ages of 23 and 33. Big gap. Uh, well, because the, the bodies yeah. were so badly decomposed that they said that the best they could do was narrow it down to a 10-year period. That's true. You know, they have to, you know, just and a girl between the ages of 5 and 11. I think mm-hmm. that's easier to tell um, because a 5-year-old is a lot smaller than an 11-year-old. For sure. So For I, don't, sure. I don't understand their analogy or what they're, what, how they came to that conclusion. But... Um, Strange. That's why it's so vague, though. I mean, yeah. it's it's just you're you're using whatever forensics that you can get off of these ten plus years sitting in a metal drum, cooking in the summertime, freezing in the wintertime, decomposed bodies. That's true. I I do not envy those analysis or analysts at the time. I really don't. No, no, no. That's what you got. Didn't they put stuff on their nose? They like <laughs> that's what Silence of the Lambs taught us. Yeah. They put stuff in. They put that shove those things in their nose. Like, it smells like pneumonia or something, so you don't have to smell it. I don't know. Something it like wouldn't that. smell like ammonia, you fucking goober. You'd pass out. It smells like it's like uh, yeah. mentholatum. Yes. Like Vicks. Oh ew, yeah. I just want bubble gum. You know what? You're taking apart a body. Just shove like two pieces of bubble gum, half chewed in your nose, and you'll be good. And then put your headphones on, and it's only playing sunshine, <laughs> lollipops, and rainbows. And then you become a serial killer. That's how that works. That's true. Uh, the hunter has, be, uh, has been uh, stalking deer on the property adjacent to the New Hampshire Bearbrook State Park. Near the property is a trailer park, but police couldn't locate anyone who could provide any information about the barrels. Then in 2000, a New Hampshire state police trooper followed up the investigation and found another barrel, and this was... How, like what, um, about 15 years later. Yeah. Yeah. They said that they, they only found the two bodies first and then somehow because the barrel was just outside of the uh, realm of investigation that it just like, they're like, eh, what about, what do we go 20 more feet that way? So weird. And there was another barrel extremely close and it was like, so strange. Uh, so and, uh, and he followed up the investigation about another fucking barrel. And it was containing two bodies of two more girls. And the eight, it ages between one and three. So they were babies. This is, uh, this is very sad. Very sad stuff. And uh, others between the ages of two and four. So very young. Um, very sad. But you know what? At least it's not as recent as um, Chris Watts. Because that was a, a very sad episode. And somebody wanted uh, somebody commented was like um, someone uh, left a review and they were like love the Chris Watts episode uh, we want a part two and I was like I don't want to talk about that ever again. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck that. It's like oh we want Chris Watts and Chris Ben Watts like aha. I, <laughs> I do want to do I'm, Chris I'm Ben Watts. I'm all set on talking about family annihilators. I, I, I mean, know. if we have to do it, we have to do it. But I want to do Chris Ben Watts just because how fucked up it is. The way he Chris killed Watts himself. Chris Watts is worse. And, oh, it's so fucked. 
but we'll we'll get into some. Well, that's what I'm saying. On this, we we like to have fun and we like to joke about the dark sides of life. But it will get to a point where we're doing some episodes that are very disturbing and very fucked up, and we will try our best to hold in our lunches and not to uh, make fun of the victims. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll be doing our best to you know put a little bit of brevity in the situation and make it a little more light and easy to digest. Yeah. But uh, we, yeah, we're gonna do everything that we can to not mock the victims at all because it, you know they're they're obviously the victims in this case. Yes, the decomposed state of the bodies that were found within the two fifty-five gallon drums has caused problems for the investigator. Though the remains of the first two victims were discovered in 1985, with the second two victims found in a similar metal drum in 2000, the exact year they died is unknown. Have you ever come across metal drums while you were uh, walking in the woods or playing out and like going on hikes and shit? Yeah, I literally did. Uh, when, I went yeah, out with, when I went out with Chelsea, did you see that video? I spliced it together. I was like, ooh, spooky woods. We went out for a I walk. I saw the car, yeah, and I was just like, wow. This the is Illuminati great. car at the top of a hill. It's got, like, fucking spray paint all over it. Old, rotten-out car. But um, as I was walking across those beams over this little river, like, creek, really, it was, uh, there was a creepy little barrel uh, right next to me. So who knows? Especially in Burford. Yeah, it, it's never going to be something good. I, I feel like, like, you're going to open the barrel, and one of three things is going to happen. It's going to be toxic waste, yeah. and you're going to die. It's going to be bodies, yeah, and it's going to be really bad, or it's going to be uh, the tar man from Return of the Living Dead, and then uh, we're all going to die. Yeah, I, I, or I was going to say the Toxic Avenger just pops his ass out. Also, a movie oh, we God, need to I do, love that movie so we need much. to do a commentary on that uh, movie, because I no, haven't seen it in We years. need to do a commentary on Citizen Toxie, yeah. Toxic Avenger 4. Well, I've only seen the first one, I'm pretty sure. First I, one have, uh, I have trauma now. I have the trauma subscription. You can use my login. We got to fuck. No, I think we should save that to go on blind for a commentary. Just shout out the Patreon, everybody. If you know, you're a fan of us, that's how you support us. It's only three bucks a month. We have a lot of fun stuff coming up. Like it's going to be a lot of fun for the fans to hear what we have on the Patreon. Cause we're going outside of our realm of just doing, you know, a true crime, paranormal conspiracy. It'll still be on there. There'll be a lot of bonus episodes and bonus content, but we're doing stuff. Where we're going to talk about movies and, and do commentary on horror movies. So get over there. Www.patreon/strangebrew. Yes, motherfuckers. So the obviously the initial discovery of the bodies disturbed the community of Allenstown, but finding the bodies was only the beginning. Once investigators recovered the bodies, they began the process of trying to identify the cause of death, which which could it must have been horrible. Yeah, I mean, most of the most of the cause of death for actually all of the uh, the cause of death was blunt force trauma to the head. So I would Even guess for the that's babies? probably the yeah, all of them. Wow. He had an M.O. and he stuck to it, man. I mean, like most serial killers do. They're, you, most of them don't, you know, do you, deviate. Do you think I would he also like, assume that's probably easier than strangulation, isn't it? I guess. But do you think he, like, took the babies by their feet and this like, hit them on a fucking table like they're, like, chickens? I really hope not. <laughs> Neither do I. Uh, sorry. Sorry, everybody. Is that but, how you would do it, Tom? Um... I just think it would just be easier, just like, you know, one of those dads that just can't take the crying of their child anymore, so they drown him in a bathtub or beat them. Or That's a thing that moms do, you fucking goober. Dads do it, too. I, when no, I was dads like, are dumb, and they shake their baby. Yes, that guy, there is that case, that I learned that in law class, that guy that just like, act, like, shut up, and like shook his baby, and it died. Yeah, the only <laughs> instance up. of uh, 
of of people being drowned in the tub I've ever come across were mothers doing it. Yeah. Um. Think about uh the changeling. Is that not what she yeah. does in the movie? She like drowns the, the kid. I think that was the dad that did it in the movie. We should. That should also be a commentary one. Just because I love of that movie. Dark and fucked up that movie is. It would be good to just have a couple beers, get really stoned, and just riff. Are we talking the George C. Scott old one, or are we talking the Angelina Jolie? Fuck the Angelina Jolie one. Then okay, the I would old, say I've yeah. never even seen that one. I no, don't care. Me neither. Me neither. Fuck. Uh, fuck that bitch. All right. So uh, you know, so fuck Angelina Jolie. <laughs> fuck Amber Heard. Yep. Fuck all these toxic ass bitches. Yes, hundred percent. Justice for Johnny. All right. Let's talk about toxic toxic femininity here yeah. for a moment, shall we? Yes. Justice for Johnny. He looks completely disturbed. And uh, yeah, but John, I mean, Johnny's been living a hard fucking life his whole life, though, yeah. dude. Let's not pretend that Johnny is not a hard drinking, hard drugging son of a bitch. And uh, you know, a victim of MK Ultra when he's spazzing out on the fucking street and twitching and having all sorts of things happen to him, he's probably just disconnecting from that brainwashing techniques that were used on him to eat his own That's shit. That's Tom's drink his theory. Own piss. My theory is he spent way too much fucking time with Hunter S. Thompson. That could be, it, that could have fucked him up too, which eventually I'm very excited, but that's going to be a huge case. Also, we're going to get into because I love Hunter S. Thompson, but yes, there is theories that he was doing some very, it's like that's the fucking third tattoo that I got. We're yeah. not, we are not disparaging the name of Hunter S. Thompson. I'm sorry, oh, but there is I don't theories. believe in those fuck. I don't believe in those stupid ass fucking Illuminati sex party fucking theories that he can we like at least mention filmed it? snuff films. Of course we can mention it, but I'm going to fight you on it every step of the way. All right. He fucked kids. Um, <laughs> When, well, uh, well, uh, Hunter, yes. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. <laughs> well, Hunter in 1985, when a Hunter, not Hunter S. Thompson, but when a Hunter uh, in 1985. Dogs fuck the Pope, no what, fault of mine. Yeah, when he was the first person to report these bodies to police, it was actually a group of children, like we said, from a nearby trailer park who first found the barrel. These kids were playing in the park. They rolled the barrel about 100 yards from where they first found it. I don't know what they were doing, why they were pushing They're kids. This they're just on. pushing a barrel around because so they're fucking around their board. So you know what I think, though? It was three kids. Kids, right? Yeah. It was Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles. Yeah, I know. That's true. Because this does connect to Canada because they start looking um, uh, just uh, uh, adjacent to the Canadian border and stuff like that, right. too. So um, when they opened it, you know, they left it where it was. The second barrel wasn't found until 15 years later, which is pretty crazy. Police reported it. It was likely outside the perimeter of the original crime scene, which explained why it took so long to be found. I don't understand that. Such just, just such a lazy cop answer. It's like, well, you see... We would have had to have walked for an extra 20 minutes yes. to check that area of, of ground. And it was lunchtime. And yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not the union leader. I don't make the rules, but lunchtime is lunchtime. Do you feel me? What do we know about cops? They like, suck. They're, they suck. They're lazy. They could care less. They don't communicate with each other when it comes to crime scene investigations. Is the official stance of this podcast fuck 12? What is fuck 12? Fuck 12 year old fuck 12. girls? I don't want to do that. That's disgusting. No, I keep forgetting you're fucking goddamn Canadian because we're That's so close. Disgusting. We're so close. How how do you not know what fuck 12 means? It sounds really bad. What does it mean? Fuck the 12 precincts? It that- just means fuck the police because like 12 used to be an old code for narcotics units. We say fuck the 5-0, bro. Yeah, fuck 12 is this thing that came out during the BLM shit. That's when it became uh, much more known, which was like fuck 12, ACAB, that a- shit. Or Necro song, ACAB, all cops are bastards. Yeah, ACAB. You know what? You know what my favorite version of ACAB is? What? Animals cannot acquire Bitcoin. Oh my god, that's retarded. <laughs> Cringe. Cringe. All right, so Cringe. Uh, obviously this was uh, pretty disturbing. And back to the barrel full of spoiled milk. 
Yes, sir. So, uh, new evidence surrounding the identities of the four victims have come to light in recent years thanks to technology advancements in uh, forensics. Authorities were able to take samples from the remaining body tissue and match it with a water sa- with water samples from the area. Too crazy because this actually helps kind of progress the idea of how forensics can be used to solve murders. This helped just the same way as like uh, Adam Lejeune was one of the first people to, they really could identify with um, that. They used forensic analysis to identify same with like uh, Paul Bernardo. This kind of helped like, well, we can match this with this and we can figure out how the, who the victims were comparative to DNA and all that stuff. It was pretty interesting. Gotcha. You got me. So the bodies yeah, contain the same chemicals found in the environment around Allenstown, um, where the four were, where they were found, leading the authorities to believe that they had been living in the area for at least three months before they were murdered. With the investigation stalled and no new leads, investigators continued to update the sketches of the victims using evidence uncovered with the help of the new technology. So this is the Allenstown four. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they really fucked up the the drawing of that chick right there. You should see the ones that I've got. They're they're pretty bad. They she looks really cross eyed. I don't know how they could have told what her eyes look like. Um, or we got this one, which is really bad. Oh yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. The one on the left is like, wow, you guys. Uh, you, these are very clearly digital. Uh, yes. Did they fucking did they uh, use? You know, they used. <laughs> she they gave her British teeth, man. They use the Reface app like you use. Yes, yes. Um, uh, while the sketches obviously in the past showed only basic features, the new sketches provided far more detail. These new descriptions even showed important details about the victim's teeth and how their hair may have looked. So I guess, like, this chick's teeth would have looked all sorts of mangled. Like, she's some hoity-toity British guy. I don't know why that went to, like, Dutch or something. I don't know either. That's Speaking weird. Of, where has Dutch been? I haven't seen Dutch in forever. That's weird. I'm Dutch. Agreed. Is that weird? Is that weird? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm Holland. <laughs> the case went cold after the second barrel was discovered in 2000, and it wasn't until 2017 that the authorities announced a major breakthrough. A woman in California who uh, was abandoned by her father in a trailer park in 1985 learned that her mother was Denise Bordrin, uh, Boudrin. I think it's Bordrin. Boudrin. So well, it's Denise also important Boudrin. to note that this was that it was not her father. Yeah. And that she was, in fact, kidnapped. Yes, we'll get into that. Um, but, you know, I just think, isn't that what all fathers do at trailer parks? They just walk away and go get cigarettes and they just never come back. That is the stereotype. It literally is. So Denise Bourdon, who uh, disappeared in New Hampshire in 1981 with her then-boyfriend, Bob Evans. This led police to wonder if Evans and Bourdon had disappeared together and Evans abandoned the child. Where was... Denise, okay? Everyone wondering, where did Denise go? Where did she go? They began to speculate that Bob Evans killed Denise sometime after they left New Hampshire. And when police checked Bob Evans' DNA against their forensic database, they discovered that he was, in fact, the father of one of the girls in the Allenstown Four murders. (laughs) Very strange. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah, he. This guy was a, a very piece of shit. A very big piece of shit. Um, 
You eat pieces of shit. Big old piece of shit. Uh, and when the police, yeah, so like Bob Evans had already been convicted in a murder of another woman, Yoon Sin Jin. Yoon Sin Jin. Yeah, this one's really fucked up because they were like unofficially married, and then within a year, she's already missing. What do we know the ethnicity of Yoon Sin Jin? Uh, we know that she was of Eastern heritage, but I don't know where exactly it's an her interesting name. Family came from. Let me see if I can. Yeah, so he was convicted of a murder of Yusin Jin in California in 2000. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he died, obviously he died in jail in 2010. After moving to California from New Hampshire in 1981, and according to. Oh, are we totally just glossing over the fact that they found her mummified remains under a large mound of cat litter? Did they actually? I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what? dude. No. The, so the Yun Jin, we shouldn't just gloss over that. Yunsen Jin had, uh, like, there's so little information on it, but the way that they found her body is so fucked up. They found her in a mound of cat litter? Yep. Would that mummify the body if you, like, just put them in a barrel full of cat litter? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I would imagine cat litter absorbs moisture, right? It does, because it absorbs the moisture in the poopy. When I clean my cat's poopy box out, it's, like usually, it's, it's usually, usually, like, dry, yeah. hard and dry, so I just eat mm-hmm. a snack sometimes if I'm bored. Right, I mean, that's that's what all people do, right? That's <laughs> well, that's what Charlie likes to do, our fucking crazy little mascot dog. Why do dogs eat shit? I don't understand it. He ha- he hasn't, uh, I just think that he has once or twice, because he goes in there, he sniffs around, I'm like, oh, what are you doing in, in here, bro? Dogs love cat boxes. I don't know what it is, but every dog I've, I've ever known, like, uh, that lived with a cat. It's a crunchy little snack. That's just good. That texture's real good. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> fucking it is weird so uh it is crazy so obviously like um according to authorities um you know he went around that's crazy that she was mummified uh in cat litter that's that's a very strange way to dispose of a body so to speak well how was she was she where was she found like where was she found in their uh in their home really yep when when they searched kimball's home uh in a crawl space so she basically got the uh the john wayne gacy treatment but with the added insult of cat litter and uh, especially with the new doc coming out on Netflix, it's, uh, it's out now. Um, we will cover John Wayne Gacy. Uh, it's going to be a... He's very fucked up, if you don't know who he is. Uh, yeah, we're going to eventually... That's going to be coming down the pipe uh, one day, once we start getting into uh, the... Well, there's the, the whole conspiracy uh, around John Wayne Gacy, yeah. too, that he was protected and used, uh, you know... Like all serial killers, they're all part of MK Ultra, and to to change and shift the consciousness of humanity, and to scare everybody, to create fear and and pump up anxiety and depression and and fear. It's a theory. Yes, not one that I necessarily subscribe to, but a theory. We shall see. I don't know. Eileen Warners is convinced that they were using fucking brainwashing techniques on her sonic sounds. So Eileen Warnos is a schizophrenic crackhead. I don't know. Billy thinks she's sexy, as I said. So Billy wants. Billy to get thinks out. Charlize Theron is sexy. <laughs> uh, so uh, obviously, like, um, so he supposedly murdered his girlfriend Denise along the way, and Bob Evans lived as a drifter doing odd jobs. He assumed a new identity and even served time in jail, but was never questioned by the police about any of the alleged murders. Then in two 2000- thousand, served time in jail yeah. under an alias. Crazy. How do you? How's that? Like, how do you do that? Did he have fake IDs, do you think? Because it doesn't say he did or not. Well, if it was 81, I, I don't think they still had the, they still didn't have the, um... All you gotta do is forth. write your name on a piece of paper and show... 
Like, my name is Bob Evans. I was born at this time. <laughs> Here's the piece of paper. Uh, you, why? Probably did, easier to get forged documents back then. Yeah. You named yourself McLovin? You're a 40-year-old fucking organ donor? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then in 2002, Bob Evans murdered Eunice Jun, uh, Jun Jun, and when authorities were led back to Evans by DNA evidence in 2016, they put all the pieces together that most likely he had been involved, obviously, in the Allenstown for murders. Mm-hmm. Interestingly... Bob Evans was imprisoned under one of his aliases. When he met his last victim, Yusin Jin, he had been calling himself Larry Vayner. Larry Vayner. So he was this guy, and we'll get into it. Supposedly, they, he, he, we'll, actually, we're going to get into it very soon, but the two uh, were uh, unofficially married in 2001, but by May 2002, one of Jin's friends hadn't seen her or heard from her in four months and suspected Kimball had done something. The friend filed a missing persons report and eventually the police search Kimball's home because at the time he was going, he's, he was under another alias and another alias and another alias. He just kept changing his name. And um, at the time he was going, I think, as Curtis Kimball. But he was changing his name so often it's kind of confusing. So then in a crawl space, officers found... Jin's mummified remains under a large mound of cat litter, as we said. Uh, suspected killer Bob Evans went by dozens of aliases during his life, including Curtis Kimball, Gordon Jensen, and Larry Vayner. Because of this, he was dubbed the Chameleon Killer. So, you know, that's that's why, like, this the mystery of the Allenstown Force, the Bear Brook Murders, or is it the story of the Chameleon Killer? You know? This is way too cool of a name. I like, know he doesn't he doesn't deserve a name that cool. It sounds like a Batman villain. Yeah, I'm the chameleon killer. Yes. Uh, in 2017, DNA matches finally revealed who he really was. Terrence or Terry uh Petter uh Remusent. Sounds like a fucking cold medicine. It does. <laughs> He was born in 1945 in Denver and after uh, discharge from the Navy, lived in Arizona and California. Um, you know what's crazy? How many, they're not, it's, it's a fair amount, it's not too much, but a lot of serial killers join the Army or the Navy. Okay, so we have Dahmer. Dahmer did for a bit, and yep. they all complained that he was fucking psycho. Um, this guy did. Berkowitz, Berkowitz did. That's um, what Berkowitz did. Didn't BTK, no, BTK was a fucking Boy Scout fucking. Yes, but I, I want to say Raider was in the military or he at least applied for it. No, there's a bunch of people that were in the military because you assume that they just want to go kill. kill. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. It is weird how many serial killers did, uh, were around some sort of military um, environment for a small, and usually they get kicked out or Dahmer was Mm -hmm. always wasted as fuck. So they kicked him out, and like it's just it is it is a little strange. So um, it makes sense. Uh, I don't know this kid when I was, um, you know, you ever you ever went to school with one of those kids that was like part of the cadets, and he would like wear his uniform to school and stuff. Did you ever have one of those kids? Very few. Yeah, there was one kid. And he used to wear his like cadet uniform to like school, and he just looked like a fucking psycho. And it was like in grade seven or eight. He looked like a psychopath, and he was he was one of, in one of those special ed classes, and it just. Looked like he was ready to shoot it up the school. What was that guy's name? Brian Murray. Yes, I remember him. And his uh, sister was named Bobby Joe Murray. 
Bobby Joe, and she was crazy as shit. My brother was friends with her when we were younger. Um, she came from a very bad home, and uh, when I was going to court when I was a kid, uh, when I was in and out of um, youth jail, just being an idiot, you know, breaking my probation, getting stoned and drunk, and mom calling the cops on me for that sort of, sh- that sort of shenanigans, I saw her in front of the court, and I was like, oh, you remember me? Like, you hung with my brother, and then she's like, yeah, and I was like, oh, I was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I... I beat an old lady with a baseball bat, and I was like, all right, I'm going to walk away. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, there is no list of uh, cause of death for him either, so you think he... Uh, I hope that he was just brutally murdered in prison. Because he killed babies, um, it's quite possible that he was, right? Yeah, of course. You know, so it is crazy. So it, he was in Denver, and they lived in Arizona and California. Terry, or Terrence, he does look kind of like a Terrence. I could, I could see it. I could see it, I guess. Terry. Oh, yeah, he's a Terry. Look at that fucking... <laughs> you know, so... And uh, so he lived there with his wife and four children before they divorced around 1974. One of his sons from the marriage eventually provided the DNA samples that finally identified um, Terry as the Allenstown killer, which is always disturbing to find out that your father is technically a serial killer. Look at the BTK's daughter. It's like, man, like... Something was up with him, but he hit not it very well. what you can well. do if it's your fucking parent, though, man. Like, there's really not a whole lot that you're going to be able to... Ever seen that movie about the kid that, like, he was like... It's like a movie, but he was, like, the son of Charles Manson. He, like, goes around... I, I saw it years ago. He, like, wa- he goes no. around, and he's trying to figure out if his, his father's actually Charles Manson. I think it was a movie, not actually a documentary. It's just, like, a riff on it, but strange. strange. No, never seen that. So New Hampshire Assistant uh, Attorney General uh, Jeffrey Stelson uh, said that in 2009 new, uh, in a news conference, we know what he was, we know what he did, and now we know who his victims were. And in 2019, the investigators identified three of the four bodies. Marylise, Mar- how would you, I guess Marylise, Elizabeth Honeychurch. Marlis. Marlis? I guess Marlis, yeah. Yeah. Maryless, Honey Church. Yeah, Honey Church is an interesting name, man. That's a, that's a str- and the thing is, you know how they take old names from like Smith is like blacksmith. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. I'm like Honey Church. How the fuck do you get Honey Church? I know they just they went to church covered in honey. I don't know. That's stupid. Uh, and her uh, her two biological daughters, Mary Elizabeth Vaughn and Sarah Lynn McWaters. Uh, Honey Church and her daughters were last seen by her family around Thanksgiving in 1978 after she in, uh, introduced them to a new boyfriend. And guess who her new boyfriend was? The fucking piece of shit Bob Evans. It was, was Terry. Going by it Terry. was Terry. Uh, the four body, the fourth body, uh, believed to be between two and four years old, is the biological daughter of Terry. But yeah, he more information. Kid. The dude's like, I'm oh. so fucking happy this dude is dead, but oh, I yes. really hope it was violent and horrible. No, I know because, uh, but the more information on her remains is unknown. But yes, that he killed his, he's killed his wife, uh, right? And he killed his own kids. These people are pure, pure evil. Because it's like. So technically, he's not only a serial killer, but he falls into family annihilator too, right? 100%. 100%. And those people, like, there's. Something wrong. It's like it's almost like there's people that are are inherently I don't know evil or just have something broken in their brain. They're probably just violent by nature, incredibly selfish, yeah. and you know sociopaths. Like that's just yeah, it, they're psychopaths that, and sociopaths, and like something's broken in their brain, right? Yeah, and they 
they they want a family to keep this alias going of being a normal person, right? Because in their head, they some most times, unless they're like completely crazy, they know that they're crazy. Uh, it's it's kind of like a thin line where they know that they're not normal. Like Jeffrey Dahmer never thought he was normal. Well, yeah, but if you know that you're crazy, isn't that a sign that you're not insane? Yes. Like if you're aware right? of your delusions, then you're not. You can't be um, classified as insane, right? Right, right. So, and then you have the idea where maybe he just snapped and it was like, well, I don't want this family anymore. I'm done with this charade that I'm, I'm doing and putting on. And then, you know, he kills his kids and his wife. Yeah, I think realistically that's most likely it. Like, I mean, mm. the dude got popped for child abandonment to begin with. Yes. So, like, maybe that was his, his motive or something where he was just, you know, I don't, I don't want to deal with that again. So I'm just going to kill him and they'll fucking, no one will find him. It's like, that's. What? Yeah, what the fuck not, is wrong with you? It's not a good idea. The New Hampshire DNA investigation went on to crack one of New York Times, uh, one of what New York Times called America's most notorious and vexing serial killer murder cases. Four decades of investigative work around the brutal Golden State Killer in California had turned up no real leads until one of the investigators learned about the Allenstown case and how investigators used GED match to try connections see and they the only reason and i thought it, w- it wasn't the golden state killer caught because his dna was on ancestry.com or one of his daughters was i'm pretty sure that's how they solved it i could be wrong well, let's say they got some of the evidences yeah the the girl that was abandoned in the trailer park went through a dna test and um that's how they were like oh no you're this person and then they connected the dots like that well no but the golden state killer was his daughter it was her his daughter was on um, what I, I feel like she was, she was on, um, ancestry, uh, ancestry, ancestral, uh, <laughs> ancestry.com. And, uh, and then it led to the DNA being connected with the golden state killer. I'm pretty sure because that was decently recent and I want to get, I would eventually, we'll, we will get into, I call them big time men, but we, I guess in their big time men and women, but we will be getting into the big time men, serial killers like the golden state killer, because I find a lot of these cases are very fucked up and interesting and we'll be getting we're kind of leading up to that we're just we're just kind of um we're around the fringes of that we're just on the cusp of getting deep inside of dark uh very large serial killer cases um and i've said like they've been done and stuff like that but we do things a little different over at strange brew and i know that there has been fans that have asked us to start like to get into big like i've asked people to do ted bundy and i'm like oh i don't know if i want to do ted bundy it's very overly done it's been done to death. Fuck yes. that. I, I, I want to talk about Ted Bundy about as much as I want to review Friday the 13th. Yes, I, yeah. And um, that's, that's, we might, we might just cover maybe weird things connected to Ted Bundy, but we might, it's, it is being beaten like a dead horse. Uh, but there is people like Gacy. I've always, since the beginning of the podcast, always wanted to get into Gacy. We've talked about Dahmer and Ed Gein, but, and, and Richie, but there is certain people that I've always wanted to talk about, which is like John Wayne Gacy for sure is one of them. Um, amongst many others. Charles Manson is definitely on the docket. Even that's been beaten like a dead horse, but I love Charles Manson. If I give him a hug in hell right now, I would, and uh, I'd shake hands with him. I, I, he didn't kill anybody. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He didn't kill anybody. He was a master He was never convicted of killing anybody. I'm no. willing to bet Charles Manson has killed a few Maybe people. Maybe one person. Maybe a couple. I, I don't know, man. Uh, if he's in hell right now, in jail, then guess who else is going there? Obama, Bush, 
Biden, Trudeau, they've all had their hands in killing people. You're literally talking about war criminals, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Trudeau, I mean, Trudeau's not really a war criminal because Canada doesn't do war. <clears> he molests people. A bunch of pussies. He molests uh, high school kids. He's great. He's a great guy. Great he's still going to hell because he's a piece of shit. But, also yeah. connected to Jeffrey Epstein that nobody fucking talks about. He was on the flight logs and they were really good friends. They used to hang out all the time. Fucking Epstein showed him the ropes of how to traffic children. All right. Don't don't get me murdered, man. Don't get me murdered, all right? I'm just, I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> You're going to get yourself murdered, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Paul, this guy's name is Paul Holes. Paul Holes is his name. Paul Holes. Paul Holes, an investigator with uh, the Contra Costa County District Office. That's a nice. Contra Costa Country District Office spent 12 years trying to track the Golden State serial murder. Before he learned about the Bear Brook murders, Holes, one of my favorite Shia LaBeouf movies, uh, confirmed with Allenstown investigators that they used DNA collected from old crime scenes, creating a fake profile of genealogy website on a fake uh, genealogy website. Yes, and then they upload the genetic data to identify relatives of the suspect. Uh, so they kind of use some sort of ancestry type website is what they actually used. And they kind of caught mm-hmm. him in the trappings. And it's kind of weird how interconnected these things are and how these things came together, Holes did say. Do you ever see yeah, that? We're probably going to see a lot more yeah. cold cases get solved by people turning in DNA evidence. It could happen. Just for ancestry stuff. I mean, you would think that it would happen. Like, if the cold cases are still open and being used, then, yeah, yeah you, would, you would hope that it would happen. Even though the cops already have my DNA because of my time in jail when I was a kid, um, I, I, I want to do Ancestry or that 23andMe where you get to find, like, what are you allergic to? Can you eat pork or can you not? Because mm-hmm. I just want to figure out what was going on in my body. I just don't really want them to have my DNA. Even the cops already have it. I just don't. They're like, you know, we're going to take your DNA when I was a kid. Just be like, so then we can... Uh, we can X you out of uh, crimes, essentially. So if something happened and they're like, oh, maybe it's this fucking Tom kid, then they can be like, oh, we have his DNA. It's not connected to the crime scene, so he's all good. That's why they took my DNA is how they explained it. That's the most bullshit law enforcement fucking excuse I've ever heard in my life. Well, we're just going to make sure you're not... Well, because that's that sounds better than being like, we're gonna make sure that you're, uh, you know, you're the guy we're thinking of for all these cases. It's yeah. like, what? So uh, it is. It is pretty interesting. Have you ever seen um, the the guy on? Uh, I w- I hope this goes through to him eventually. This guy on TikTok, and he he's watched holes for like. 50 days straight and he was like this is it, it went on and on and on and on and he got like all all every video is like this is day 23 of me watching holes until Shia LaBeouf watches holes with me and he tried to get it he had like thousands of followers and he just kept every day and now he's like on like I think it's like he's like uh, it's day 123 of me watching holes until Shia LaBeouf watches holes with me and he's just it's just him filming the him watching the movie every day Fuck that. I know. That guy's got some dedication, dude. Fuck that. But Shia LaBeouf is pretty obscure and stuff when it, uh, he is. He's an obscure, uh, strange individual. So you think that he might go out of his way to do that. Look what he did with the bag over his head. You know what I mean? And pe- like to allow people to ridicule him to his face. And then they took off the bag and he looked like he was crying the whole time. It was yeah. Like, All I know is that 4chan kicked his ass. What do you mean? Well, I'll send you a link for a video later, but let's get back to this so we can finish this up. Uh, that's all I got. So if you got any facts oh. that I didn't cover, 
Um, we can just keep talking about Shia. We know we pretty much no, we pretty much went on all of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's 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 talk smack about Shia LaBeouf then. Yeah, okay, I love so, Shia LaBeouf. You piece of garbage. Okay, He's so remember when when uh, did, you, did you follow the whole "He will not divide us" Trump uh, debacle? Yes, and he got all angry and screaming on protesting about Trump. Yes, I remember that. Well, he made he made an art installation called "He yeah. will not divide us," which is this video camera that was doing all the shit, and he. Uh, I, I, it's so hard to explain because there's like a. Uh, have you ever heard of like the Internet Historian channel on YouTube? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> look up the Internet Historian. He will not divide us. But basically, he put a flag out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I remember that. Like, yes, I remember this that. Gonna fly. And, and then 4chan it. was like, okay, so I hear this noise in the distance. That's a train. So it's near a train track. Are Where's they it likely going to be? They? It's over here. And they, yeah, they flew a drone and just put a bucket on, or put a MAGA hat on top of the flag. Yeah, I remember that. He like, um, you know what? Trump is Trump, right? I do think he's better than Biden, a thousand percent. A president's a president. Yeah. I, they're all fucking just war criminals. There's a lot of people, concerned. and I talk to people in Canada that are like freedom fighters that are like for Trump. And um, a guy that sends me a bunch of stuff, and he's like, I think Trump's on point. And I'm like, you know, you have your beliefs and stuff like that. Uh, I just think that they're all connected, and that you know, they're the way they know how to control society. They know how to manipulate society. So I'm you, willing to bet Trump has controlled opposition. Yeah, easily. Like, a, a, like Alex almost, Jones, almost 100. percent I'm, I'm, I'm definitely thinking that it's just like, okay, we're aware that people are catching on to the shit that we're doing. Yes. So we need people that we need these false leaders for these people to follow, and then once those false leaders are, you know, basically assassinated in the public eye, yep. you have the whole just like, oh well, maybe we were wrong, and then it, it causes the, you know, the fervor to die down. But who also knows? Uh, really, if you know what, he could be the good guy in the same way that Putin could be the good guy. Not saying he is, I'm saying that you uh, we don't fucking know. I'm not there, I'm not hanging out with them. I don't Bro, know what the Biden real and Trudeau are. could be the good guys for all we oh, that's know, not okay? true. Don't fucking say that. That's not true. People that freeze people's bank accounts and f- fuck 15 year olds or 14 year olds, whatever the age of the girl was, they're not good. Allegedly, um, he paid them off. The family's living in your fucking neck of the woods now, so. They're in Buffalo? No, that'd be funny. They're in the States somewhere. They got fucking, pay them millions of dollars to fucking keep it hush-hush. And the fact that he was on Jeffrey Epstein's flight log and connected with him. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, like, so, so with the whole Epstein thing, I'm almost willing to just, like, forego anyone that's like, oh, they were never on the flight log, but they have a picture of them with Ghislaine or yeah. with, with Epstein or what have you. Because it's like, I'm willing to bet Epstein and Ghislaine were the kind of people that would just slither up behind somebody at a yeah. party and be like, say cheese, yeah. and be like, ha, I got blackmail, motherfucker. But if you're on the flight yeah. log, uh, like Bill Gates, I think Bill Gates was deeply connected to Epstein. I'll, I'll even almost excuse if you were on the flight log once. Yeah. Because maybe you were in a bad situation. You had a campaigns thing you had to go to and your jet wasn't there. And somebody just that you didn't know was like, hey, I got a private plane. Well, no, it's you weird, jump right? On this? No, it's weird, right? What? Our, our Disney had a cruise that stopped off at Little St. James Island. Did it really? Yes. 100%. That's fucked. And they did scuba diving around there, and then all of a sudden, it's like Johnny just didn't come back. Or little Susie. Fucking weird, man. Weird way to end this, but, you know, there's some weird shit, and there's some weird holes. Uh, a fan actually Stop hurting kids, you fucking pieces of shit. Yes. Pieces. Pizzas of shit. Hot dogs of shit. <laughs>
Pizzagate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a fan actually asked us to do this episode. They said, you know, yeah, you guys should cover damn this. you. No, thank you for listening. But holy shit, I yeah. didn't want to do this. Uh, so like we said, you know, you can email us. Uh, we get we get, you know, emails throughout the months and stuff like that. But go to uh, you can email us at strange podcast at gmail dot com. You can even Are we giving message, the fans name. Um, buddy. That's all I know him as. What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Uh, what's up, buddy? This episode's for you. He's a, he's an American patriot that uh, hates Trudeau and the regime as much as I do, even though he lives in the States. He hates Well, now Biden we know why passion. Tom picked this episode. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thanks to you for writing in and asking us. And But the thing is, you can also message us at the Instagram uh, Strange Fruit Podcast. Uh, you can email us. You know, there's, there's definitely ways to connect with us and stuff like that. Um, you know, and if you have ideas, you can even... Post him on the host heads page on Facebook. It's just kind of building up now. We did get a uh, we did get our uh, original group that had tons and tons of people on it xed off. So um, it's still alive. It's still there. I'm not on his Facebook as much as uh, like Instagram and other platforms, but uh, it's there. Uh, I hate Facebook. I just post. I don't Facebook. I know. I know you don't. And I, I never used to, but I used it as a platform to promote the podcast. And we have our podcast page on there. And, you know, there's like, there's a couple hundred people that are following it and, you know, keep up with it. But I'm just, Facebook is Facebook and it's very censorship. I usually just post stuff about how much I hate the government on there and uh, some funny memes. But don't, the reason why our, our original host heads group page got taken down was literally because of Jeffrey Dahmer memes from like years, like two years ago, a year year ago like billy guff he's like why are they getting me on this it's the one where it's like we i've said this before where it's like uh you can't tell jeffrey dahmer how many people to have for thanksgiving yeah. and Billy's, billy got fucking like flagged and he's like this is from a year and a half ago why are they flagging me for this bullshit and i'm like they don't like serial killer memes now i guess it's fucking retarded He's redotted. Uh, so that was interesting. We will be getting into dark, deep, uh, darker, dark cases uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to this. Um, we're going to be covering a lot more true crime going forward, and there'll be some big cases of aliens and UFO abductions. That's all coming down the pipeline. We have lots of ideas going forward, and there's going to be some big episodes, as I've said, coming up in the summer of stuff that we've already covered that have been X'd out because it wasn't up to my standards, as I've said. Um, and it was when in the Justin era, you could say, and so we're going to cover a lot of, um, go really deep into some, and some stuff that we've slightly covered in the past that have been executed now. So it's going to be really big show. Yes. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm really excited for a lot of the stuff that's coming up to talk about, uh, because we can, we're going to revisit certain topics that, at the beginning of the podcast, were highly downloaded uh, and stuff like that. That we decided to recover and get rid of those. And you will see some episodes uh, on the Patreon and the Lost Tapes episodes. And uh, they're still very hilarious and funny. But we said some shit maybe we shouldn't have, and we got too a little too liquored up that we should have. But that's the way we were. I didn't know what this thing was going to be like when we started it. I was like, I want to get drunk and high and talk about serial killers and murder and paranormal and conspiracies. And I don't know if I said conspiracies twice, but yes, that's, that was the, that was the plan. And now it's grown into something where we have a bunch of fans, all the host heads out there. We love you and we appreciate you and you can support us by buying merch 
And uh, we got the new design out, so it's uh, I, I got that on the way because I can't wait to rep that one. I think the new design's awesome. I got a poster of it already. So you can even get uh, beer mugs. I'll be showing it on one of the st- a couple of the streams. You can get literally like a beer glass. Like a, it's like a half pint. I didn't know if it's going to be a full or half pint, but it was a half pint glass, and you can get literally the logos on it. It's it's some really cool shit on the merch site. You can get like the, some of the weirdest stuff, like socks, and uh, there's even leggings that you can get of one of our designs if you're a chick out there. Also, for all of you that are already rocking our merch, don't forget to tag us on all the socials. Yes. Tag us up and everything like that. And we appreciate everybody out there. And you know what? The best way to support us is buy merch, support the Patreon, and also write a review. Um, uh, even if you don't use, like I've said, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, those help pump up the numbers. It does really help the show. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate... Uh, Spotify, once uh, you can do reviews on Spotify now as well. Yes. So... Like, you can give us five stars. So do that. And I know that we got a lot of listeners on Spotify... Um, so leave us five stars. And for the people that hate us, you hate us because you ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us. All right, motherfuckers. We're just having fun. This is not, if it's not for you, all you got to do is press stop. We love y'all. All you right, know where to find you. us on the socials, uh, Instagram, HP Shovecraft. And just remember. Twitch.tv underscore, or God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Invader Dagon underscore GTV on Twitch. Remember, right? Everybody love everybody! Come on! And stay and stay strange, <laughs> fuckers. Stay strange. Stay strange. This is where the spinal cord exits the skull. Try and sleep as you cry and weep. My voice defies a beat. As I'm quiet, listen to your needs. And I'm the white light giving you for your greed. I hide behind the living that breeze. The system that feeds on the lies beneath these city streets. I try and see beyond the gritty picture that we see. The image of the creep and her stigmatism about the bleed. Stabbing my victims when I kill shit Isn't this a prison without a seal fence? Seal quick to deal with the real shit Stand up like the real men Close your eyes, hear the ocean ties Ferocious ghosts focus on my hopeless cries The notion that most of our lives Are just coasting on the control of lies Posting photos, no time to explore doors of your mind A war designed to confine your third eye I heard my higher self Concerned I was gonna kill myself And I will not die in this hell behind a cell Or conceal myself to a shell I fell but I stood up And I look up and see the stars I know we're not alone Cause I can feel it in my Bones